0: Hello, and welcome to Let's Talk About It. This is your host, Taylor, and I'm joined by Kit for our Kit. last episode.
1: <laughs> Kit. Blast from the past. Who uh, listening remembers Kit?
0: <laughs> I do, and I'm already crying, and I hate it.
1: Um, all the way back from, so I, I did, um, I did a little recon and I listened to a bit of your Q and a episode, uh, um, um, would have been a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're still you're still using the guitar intro that we recorded in your mom's basement. <laughs> However what, four and a half years ago now? Something like that. I'm like, oh, I remember that guitar little little hook that I <laughs> we did into just a USB mic or something in like, yes. in the basement. <laughs> yes.
0: And that was literally that memory is part of like wanting you to come back on because as I was thinking about recording last episode, I was like, wow, yeah. Do I remember literally first starting this and what that whole experience was like. And yeah, thinking about us in the basement, let's talk about it and recording the song and singing. I remember I was going to be singing in it.
1: Yes, that's what I was going to say. There's a full, there's a version with you singing it Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't let us use it. You wouldn't even let me send it. Uh, No, 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 no. but you did record it and I have it somewhere. (laughs) Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. It was, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, And I definitely like would not have fully committed and done this whole thing if like you were not a part of it and if we weren't doing it together starting off. So I am just, even though, you know... Things look differently today than they did December 2017. <laughs> um, really happy to be closing it out with you today.
1: No, oh, well, I'm, I am really happy to be here. It was, it was nice to get the get the invitation, and and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm actually really honored to kind of see it go full circle.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you remember like what initial? conversations were around like actually doing this like what what were we even trying to do what were we even like about
1: to do <laughs> <laughs> well you just uh were, were trying to diversify in in whatever ways you could in order to mm-hmm. to connect with your audience uh yeah and and i think uh a lot of people have podcasts, but you were just like, well, if I did a podcast, well, what, what, what could it be? And uh, mm-hmm. one really funny thing that I remember was we were trying to find a name. You were trying to find a name. Yeah. And we were on the phone and I was like, well, what, what do you think the name could be? And you were like, let's talk about it. And I was like, yeah, we should really talk about – we should talk about what the name could be. And then I was like, this or that. And you were like, no, let's talk about it. And I was like, yeah, we, we really should t- – I, I know. We're talking about it right now. We're, we're trying to – like, no, kid, let's talk about it is the name. And I it took me like three times to, to get that you were saying the name of it. You weren't saying we should talk about what the name should be. And then I felt like an idiot. But <laughs> – I got stuck in a loop.
0: <laughs> I mean, it worked. It worked. Well, and then we were like, let's taco about it. Because it was it was releasing originally on Tuesdays. And so we were like, there are going to be taco Tuesdays. So we're going to taco about it.
1: Yes, there should be a side uh, a listening parties called let's Talk about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if anyone actually did that, but they should have.
0: Yeah. Well, I think, like, I mean, I know in starting it, like, absolutely, you're right. It was in part to kind of, like, diversify what I was doing. And I think so many of, like, our conversations, like, when we would hang out almost what seemed like every day, you know, we'd be really digging deep into different topics and be asking each other these questions and just having these conversations that I was like, we. I wish other people had access to conversations like this, especially for people who like probably don't have access and could really benefit from this. And even conversations with Rob and stuff that I'd be having of just like, I want to be able to share these really impactful, nuanced, you know, sometimes really uncomfortable conversations with other people, help them feel like they're a part of it, help them feel seen in some way. Um, And... uh, that's also why I was like, yeah. What better person to do this with than Kit?
1: <laughs> yeah, it worked out.
0: It did. It did.
1: <laughs> worked out. I think a lot of it was like, uh, we were both uh, just really felt engaged in in, in our conversations, and um, there was, there was, I think, a really genuine like. I think. I think other people would, would enjoy this process of Mm -hmm. kind of working through verbally these, uh, these various issues and Mm -hmm. topics and things that we were going through. we were just like, let's, let's just put a microphone there and just see if other people can also, um, Mm -hmm. benefit just from that process of actually talking things through. It was really important. That's something that, um, that helps us understand who we are. Uh, mm-hmm. Putting things into words, actually talking about them, yeah, um, it's a really important thing that we don't always. I think I think more and more people uh, have a hard. You just we, we do so much with texting and like and 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 just actually creating our own uh, thoughts into mm-hmm. words is very difficult. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's why I love being a therapist. <laughs> Because I'm like, yeah, no let's literally let's talk about these things, like <laughs> we need to get these things out and express them, and that's also why I loved our conversations because we were we were doing that for each other in some ways, and then it felt like with doing the podcast that we'd be helping other people to be able to do that um, yeah. and you know, I think also on a transparent level, like it was also. Oh helpful to me to feel like outside of Instagram, people were getting to know me. I was able to have kind of an unedited uh, medium at which people could get to know me in a more authentic way and also helping build, you know, some of that professional credibility, if you will, of being able to talk about difficult things and being able to hold space for that Um, because it was a weird... I was, like, just coming off of Paradise when we launched this.
1: Yes, it was uh, right after Paradise.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think Paradise ended in, like,
1: September. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, it hadn't even aired yet, had it? You had just shot it?
0: It did. It had aired um, because in the the photo that we used, I had my engagement ring on.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Okay.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: that was, how, how'd that work out for you? Uh,
0: you know how? exactly how that worked out for me. Um, but <laughs> it, uh, it's wild to think back to that too, of just like the the place I was in three years ago, starting this Where I'm at today, Uh, but (laughs) very strange that as we're recording the last episode, I am within a block walking distance of the house that we would record in and did that intro. I can see it. I can see it from my window. It's a block, less than a
1: block away. That's fascinating. <laughs> you just so your life kind of came full circle too. Starting really? from there and then like going up to Seattle and then looping looping literally back to the same block. That's wild. Yep.
0: Yeah. It's it's very strange. It's very strange. All right, we're gonna take a short break right here because I want to share. I already did a few episodes ago, and if you missed that, I want to share this product again because Hair care is super important. Okay. These curls do not, uh, you know, stay on their own. And I've been using Pros, which is a um, like a personalized hair care uh, product. And I know there's a lot of those out there, but Pros is like actually very in depth. Like they ask questions about like my diet and things that like I would not have considered in terms of like products and using in my hair. Uh, but they customize it like, very, very well, very detailed. Um, and they ship the products right to your door. Um, I actually like learned a lot of things about my hair care as well. Like I have a, um, a pre-shampoo mask now that I use. And I didn't even know that that was like a thing. Uh, but they really set you up with like complete instructions on how to actually manage and take care of your hair. And one of the things I love about pros that I think is like very different from the other um, customized hair care brands is that they are a carbon neutral certified B Corp company. Um, so they're really an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty and hair care. Um, all of their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered and cruelty free. Um, and they're the first, they actually are like literally the first custom beauty brand to be carbon Carbon neutral. So um, if you're not 100% positive that Pros is the best hair care that you've had, they will also take the products back, no questions asked. So you really don't have anything to lose here. You're not necessarily damaging the environment, you're helping out your hair care. And uh, if you need to return it, you absolutely can. So uh, Prose is the healthy hair care regimen with your name literally written all over it. You can take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash Nolan. That's P-R-O-S-E.com slash Nolan for your free in-depth hair care consultation, and you'll get 15% off your purchase. So be sure to check it out. And uh, major thanks to Pros for being a sponsor of this podcast. And I hope that you guys take advantage of the discount and that you enjoy it. And with all of that said, we can get right back to the show. Um, what do you think, for you, I'm curious, like being a part of it and starting it, where did you think it was going to go? Like, what did you, what did you hope in, in doing this with me? Anything?
1: What did I hope for in doing it?
0: yeah like what did you think was gonna happen? What did you hope for
1: i I was just fascinated with the experience of it yeah really like um I enjoyed the technical side and in kind of like mm-hmm. well how does how does this actually work to yeah. to record uh and edit and then you know deal with the feedback of a podcast, Mm -hmm. I was just kind of fascinated with, with that whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I didn't really bring into it much by way of hope other than uh, just wanting, (laughs) wanting to experience the process Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and enjoying uh, uh, kind of letting you um, experience that like creation of a thing as well because you know it is it's like to have an idea of something and then go through all the steps that it takes to really create it um yeah. is is fun and and you know it's it's easier and better to do with not all by yourself especially getting mm-hmm. something off the ground so i was just yeah. there i felt like i had skills that could be mm-hmm. helpful and it was fun so
0: yeah you did have skill. you were very into podcast. you listened to more podcasts than I did, and you were very
1: still yeah I still listen to a lot of podcasts so mm-hmm. um yeah. i'm I'm in kind of that medium is something to engage with pretty regularly um, mm-hmm. still and and then, so it was yeah
0: yeah yeah, and I mean. <sighs> The the funness part, like uh, definitely, I mean, it was about almost a year that we co-hosted together and I was traveling a lot and, you know, it was hard kind of like scheduling with things and with doing guests and stuff because then we started doing more stuff with guests as opposed to just doing, um, you know, the two of us recording, but, you know. Since doing the podcast without you, yeah. um, definitely like every six months, I'm like, oh, I want a co-host. Like I want, it, it's not as enjoyable doing by yourself at all.
1: <laughs> yeah. Is, is that one of the things um, that you would do differently if you did a different podcast? Um, you know, a non. Let's yeah. talk about it. You would would intentionally do one with a with a co-host,
0: for sure, for sure. Yes, you know, scheduling guests every week and um, not being able to kind of have a more. You know, you can go in depth with a guest, yeah, but it's very different when, you know, it's someone that you know and that you can just talk about things that are going on in your, in your life as well. And I think that's also something that was missing a bit is like, you know, some listeners, I think, also wanted to hear a bit more of my thoughts on things and my experiences, you know, and I'm not really sharing that when it's just me and a guest, you know, I'm not going to be disrespectful to my guest and like talk about myself the whole time. Um, and so trying to find that balance of, you know, having an authentic interaction while it also being an interview and allowing space for that person to share their story, you know, share their knowledge and also kind of reflect and share some of my own um, is, is a lot of work. You know, you're really on in that, um, you know, 50 minutes or whatever. Um, but it definitely is more enjoyable when I have a co-host and, you know, have tried to find other people, but it just didn't, didn't feel like a, like a good fit. And so, yeah, I think, um, if I were to come back and do another podcast or do something similar, I definitely would want uh, a co-host for sure. Yeah.
1: So a thing I'm curious about is especially those listening that listen to us in the very beginning mm-hmm. will recognize that the podcast has, has had an arc to it mm-hmm. in its content. Mm -hmm. It started uh, one way and um, I think the the kind of content it deals with now is very different than what we were talking about. Um, Yeah. Not very different, but it is definitely more focused. How um, can you talk me through a little bit of how that whole process went? Why you, um, Mm -hmm. like, has it been like a mirror of your personal life? Um, Well,
0: how would you, how would you describe the transition? like what do you see the focus being today?
1: Feels uh, like it's gone more from a like broad we were we were talking a little bit about pop culture and kind of relationships broadly and then mm-hmm. it 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 seems to have gotten more like specifically sex focused.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, so within 3 years of podcasting, I felt like you know, the first year kind of focused a bit on uh, much more, we tackled things like mental health, um, different disorders, relationships, uh, broader like questions around relationships. And that was a lot easier to do when it's the two Mm -hmm. of us talking. Um, And I think since we stopped co-hosting, I focused it a bit more into sex specifically. In some ways, yes, mirroring my personal life. But it was also a really big moment of when I shared, Um, I think it was actually on like Reality Steve's podcast, <laughs> shared about having a threesome and like seeing people's reactions to that. And like I... I released that episode on the podcast and people's responses when I would share my own personal experiences with sex or I would talk about sex was just, first of all, the downloads and the numbers were up. Um, And so that told me that people were interested in it. And second, it felt like there was so much more shame around sex than there was around mental health and like relationships. And- Even kind of mirroring a little bit of my content on Instagram, you know, like nobody is getting fired for teaching about mental health in school, but you'll get fired if you teach comprehensive sex ed. And so to me, like the uproar around sexual health and sexual pleasure, both on Instagram and my personal life in our society, to me was like this actually seems like a topic that needs to be held on its own because there's so much awareness around mental health, right? All these organizations and it's very profitable in many ways. Um, but for sexual shame, it's really lacking and it it works to a lot of people's benefit uh, for us to not be educated around our sexual health and our sexual pleasure. So it felt like a a mirror in a lot of ways, and also just a a passion. I mean, I don't know if you remember this, but when I moved into the apartment in 2018, um, it's that's like a little, about a year-ish after starting the podcast, was when I got my first vibrator. Do you remember this, Jack? Did I lose you?
1: Uh, you may have lost me for a second
0: i said do you remember when i got my first vibrator jack well,
1: i'm gonna stop my name. Uh, <laughs> i do remember that yeah it <laughs> had a name for it yeah uh, that was that when the the transition began and uh in, in focusing the content a little more <laughs> Well, that was my, (laughs) yeah, right.
0: I mean, that was my first, uh, yeah, I was single. I was living in that apartment. It was my first like real grown up place all by myself. And yeah, getting that, getting Jack, getting my first vibrator was like, it was a whole fucking thing. And yeah, I think all of those things helped inform the transition, if you will, the metamorphosis of the podcast. Yeah. 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 Can you hear me okay? Um,
1: mostly, yep. I, I got gotcha. you.
0: Okay. Are you going to turn your video back on? Yes. Okay.
1: I felt like the uh, the connection got unstable there for a second, but. Okay. Is it?
0: Yeah, seems good. Maybe we're back. Um, But I mean, in the three years in the metamorphosis of the podcast, from Mm -hmm. the time that you were on, did you have any favorite episodes, favorite topics that we covered?
1: Um, oh man, I really, I really should go and like look at, uh... (laughs) The episodes. I'm going to actually just... Uh,
0: do a little scroll.
1: Just do a scroll. Yes. Mm-hmm. I want to do a scroll and just see what we talked about.
0: <laughs> yeah. it's It's been a minute. I mean...
1: Um, I enjoyed some of the interviews too, mm-hmm.
0: which was fun. Yeah. I mean, in the beginning, I feel like... Well, maybe actually I'm thinking like shortly after... You stopped with me, but there was so much on mental health and OCD and addiction and personality disorders and suicide. Um, but one of my favorites yep. that we did together was mm-hmm. on gun control. <laughs> we did oh, gun that control. that
1: episode with that guy. That episode, <laughs> because you're face or I think both of our faces as we were listening to this guy just go off and talk himself yes. in odd circles. We were like, whoa, whoa, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. And that it was, was he was uh, another contestant on the show and was on Paradise with me. Um, but. Yeah, that gun control episode. I wish that we could have done more episodes like that. Like, I really did enjoy holding space for that conversation yeah, because that was... that was probably one of the most uncomfortable episodes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, it was. And we were both struggling with, like, wait, how 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 much do we push back here? Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and how much do we ask questions because... That was a lot it was mm-hmm. it was pretty funny, yeah pretty funny
0: that was that was definitely one of one of my favorites and you did an episode where you were the guest, if you will, and spoke about um, you know emotional verbal abuse in relationships as a man Mm-mm. and you know the lack of awareness that there is around men experiencing abuse in relationships and i love that you were able to like be vulnerable in that
1: that episode was really interesting because it gave me an opportunity to unpack a lot of things from my divorce
0: yeah
1: um and talk about those in 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 a way that i i I really i hadn't in maybe such a focused way Mm -hmm. um so that was that was really great though. It was really mm-hmm. great to do that actually.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And to kind of put in put into just my own words,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that whole experience.
0: Mhm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that stands out to me.
0: Mhm. Yeah. There was an episode that we did um, that was with my ex and talking about essentially the When Harry Met Sally question. Um, can yeah.
1: Yes. Can can they be just friends? <laughs> I think I watched When Harry Met Sally because of that episode, actually. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For the first time. I had never seen it. And I was like, I, I, I need to know this When Harry Met Sally reference uh, a, little, a little better. <laughs> and yeah. So I watched the movie. Yeah. But yeah, the whole thing with with Derek uh or with the ex uh, that
0: mm-hmm.
1: also explored uh relationships between guys when yeah. one of them is uh, dating, but
0: yeah. Those are some hard-hitting questions we were we were talking about, we were answering.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, very very different than what, what was the uh, uh, episode I saw about the world's uh, biggest squirter or something. Yep,
0: yep, 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 yep. Yeah, quite a quite a transition there. <laughs> My sex club experience, uh, you know. Yeah, it's it's different now.
1: What uh, what's next for you though, Taylor? You're done with this podcasting thing at least in this format what uh, what else are you doing where where's where's life taking you now
0: well first should we talk about why i'm stopping yes do you or know why, why i'm stopping
1: i don't know you need to tell me <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you listened to any other episodes since since we like haven't really been in communication
1: Uh, Not really, no.
0: Okay. Um, So uh, a few reasons I'm stopping. One, kind of the, you know, what I talked about a little bit ago about not having a co-host. Like I really would prefer to work in that kind of capacity. Um, And honestly, I think this is a question I struggle with of like, how much transparency do I provide here? <laughs> um, you know, what is it? The the third wall that they talk about having up, um, but, right. or the fourth wall, whatever, I don't know what it is. Um, but, you know, the numbers of the podcast, I don't think are good for my mental health, similar to Instagram, where it just feels like, I struggle to be like constantly comparing myself to other podcasts and of like, you know, my numbers aren't as high, nobody cares, like nobody listens. And I know that that's not true, but I think podcasting feels so isolating. And, you know, that's why, that's really why I did the live podcast and, you know, we weren't, really in communication when I did that. Um, but you know, doing that was really nice to be able to actually be face to face with people and be like, Oh no, like people actually do value this podcast and this, you know, the time and the energy that I put into this matters to people. And it does actually have an impact. And just being reminded of that for one person is like, it's worth it. You know, like that's okay. This, this, does something, this means something. And I think I've just lost, <clears throat> I've lost focus on that. I've lost sight of that. And it just has made me feel like it's not enough and it doesn't matter. And I know it's not true, mm. but it's how it feels. Um, right. And I think finances as well, you know, like I doing a podcast is like a lot of work and I don't think people fully understand all that goes into doing a podcast. Um, but it is a lot of work, you know, and also because of the numbers and all of that, like it's not, it's not necessarily easy to monetize even with having a network. And I really don't see back a lot from it. Um, and you know, I thought I was going to be able to, um, at the beginning of this year, but things, you know, obviously significantly changed. Um, and that's been really hard as well. Um, you know, it feels like I had three years of what I think is, you know, decent quality of content, of helpful things, of tackling subjects that a lot of people don't, uh, put into, you know, quote unquote mainstream, if you will. Um, and it felt like none of that mattered. Um, and so I think I'm just still trying to heal from trauma of tweets and how that impacted the podcast as well. You know, like two years into the podcast, I was like, it felt very strange for me, but I was like begging people to like leave reviews. Really, I was asking, you know, I'm not going to shame myself, but it felt like all people think I'm like begging for reviews, you know, but I was like, I've been doing this podcast for two years, you know, I'd love to reach a thousand reviews and ratings, you know, and really, really pushed for that and like finally got to a thousand. And, you know, this year it's like overnight, I get an additional 1500 reviews that really just like shit on me. Um, And it's just, it's really hard mental health-wise to not take that in. Um, and I think kind of the final reason here for me is, you know, I'm doing therapy. I'm trying to do Instagram. I'm doing OnlyFans. I'm in my PhD program and I'm hosting a podcast. Um, And was doing a house renovation and was trying to like move all, you know, the last like five, six fucking months um, to where it just felt like I need to cut something. I need to really focus on rebuilding myself, rebuilding my income, um, really need to focus on my PhD and what project, you know, how my project is going to hopefully set me up in my career a little bit more and be something that I can monetize. And it just felt like the podcast was, you know, the one thing that like I'm putting in energy towards and putting in time in that I'm not necessarily receiving back monetarily and that I've struggled with a lot. <laughs> um, and yeah, it, it's weird to say all of this knowing it will be public, um, but that's that's really the reality of it. What do you think over there?
1: I think that there is a very valid return on investment that you have to you have to weigh not just financially but just just in your own mental health and what you're what you choose to engage with. Mm-hmm. Um but you've also invested a lot into it and so it, it can it it's probably very natural that it feels like letting go of a lot because you've you've yeah. put a lot of yourself into um into the airwaves in the last three, three plus years. So it mm-hmm. mm-hmm. takes a lot. Yeah. But.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But knowing just, where your
1: own boundary is of, of how much you want to continue to give and, and taking all that energy and being able to focus it onto something that, um, that can accomplish those early goals that you had of wanting to connect mm-hmm. with people. Um, yeah. But then also kind of give you a, a bit of a, a internal fire, like a like oh that gets you excited, maybe like podcasting did mm-hmm. years ago mm-hmm. when, it was, when it was kind of uh, just getting birthed. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I'll be curious to see for you what happens when you take all this energy that you've been putting into a podcast um, and focus it other places and. I'm curious to see where that where that takes you.
0: Yeah. I mean right now, that. honestly, right now, my two biggest I mean, obviously like, yes, therapy, but I have a very small caseload. Um, but right now, like my main focus is in terms of income is honestly OnlyFans. And um, it's a great space. (laughs) I feel little to no stress there. Nobody's attacking me like on Instagram. Um, And I get to see that return and I get to play with different parts of myself that especially being single for, you know, going on about six months um, in a pandemic uh, feels really nice to be able to explore. And also, you know, most of what, I've been putting into the podcast will be able to go into my okay. doctoral project now. Um, but it is it's weird to be ending it and knowing that this has been a like a consistent part of my life for the last 3 years. Over 3. Yeah. A little over 3.
1: Cuz there's a part of you that's always thinking about it.
0: Hmm. Yeah, and
1: you know, thinking about what what guest is going to be next, and what topics, and then how do how do I say this, or how did I say that that I should have said? Yeah, <laughs> and then it's just constant because uh, you know to get an hour of content really there's a there's a lot lot more that goes into it than mm-hmm. uh, than just an out you know sitting somewhere for an hour so yeah just mentally
0: hmm yeah and I mean but, on one hand you know it's nice because like the people that I have on can become friends. Um, And many of the people that I have had on are now friends or I work with in like a mentorship capacity. And I really, really fucking love that. Like that to me is definitely going to be something that I'm going to miss. But I think even as I reflect back on like, you know, favorites, favorite guests, favorite topics, all of those things, it's like... I also look at the things that I like didn't do so well (laughs) Um, and the things I wanted to do that I wasn't able to do. Um, Right. I'm wondering what, what weaknesses you feel either when we were doing it together or that you noticed afterwards that you think I had or that the podcast itself had.
1: Regarding regarding the podcast, yeah, I think um, so much of of what we do is online and in various social media capacities. Mm-hmm. Um, things really have to like cross pollinate yeah. a lot, um, and so I, I think it's natural to want to spread out as much as we can to see like what works, what's working, if it go over here and what works over mm-hmm. here. Um, but I think the, the weakness then is if it stays too spread out, then nothing can get full attention and it doesn't yeah. all cross pollinate where um, what you're doing on the podcast is, is uh, also being seen on Instagram, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think part of that is just knowing what your are um, knowing who your audience is, and, um, and then really focusing all the the content. So I, I, I don't know that that's necessarily a weakness though, other than, um, you know, you can learn lessons if you start another podcast in integration, but I think if yeah. you started another podcast, that would, that would happen naturally because you would have, mm-hmm. you are refocusing what you're doing and it would be, um, you would, you would start it with the creative intent Mm -hmm. of it being more integrated with um, Mm -hmm. the other things that you you're doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's hard because even when I share or when I promote the podcast on social, it, it tanks, like it just doesn't, people don't pay attention to it Um, on my, on my personal page. It always, when I would do the IGTVs, it would have the lowest views. Um, which is again, where like the numbers thing comes into it, where I'm just like, I don't like how this feels. (laughs) Um, because I'm like, oh, this is where I'm actually trying to like bring significant, impactful content to people and provide some kind of, you know, service, if you will. Um, and it's like, I don't know, people just don't see it. I don't know if it's the algorithm or the like branding the color. I don't know. I worked really hard to like put together a whole branding thing for it, you know, to try to make it more engaging. And I mean, the podcast page, of course, 2020, you know, um, when I'm talking more about race, do you remember we did, (laughs) I think you had maybe just left the podcast or you were still on it, but I did this episode separately I did an unpacking privilege episode with uh, Mm -hmm. another white man that was like very close with that episode was tough. Uh, And I'm Mm -hmm. like curious actually to go back and listen to that episode because that was, I mean, I had some confidence in talking about it, but I hadn't like lost my shit yet to be like, I no longer care to be like very dainty or quiet and small about these things. Um, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know why that episode just popped into my head and I slightly have lost my train of thought here, but I will say in 2020, when people cared more, they cared more about the podcast. I talked more about things like race. I had Robin D'Angelo on, which of course a lot of my white followers really enjoyed as I thought that they would. Um, And, you know, we got the podcast page up to 10,000 followers, which was really big. And I was like, holy shit, never thought I'd reach that. This feels really great after, you know, two and a half years to get to that point to feel like, okay, yeah, like I can promote, I can integrate a bit better. Um, But the thing is, is people were really only listening to learn about race. And then I think they burnt out and they checked out um, which is understandable. Um, and yeah, then everything happened in my tweets and let people unfollowed. And so now I think we're like about 9,000 followers now, but yeah, I don't know again, if it's algorithm or if it's just people not wanting to see the podcast content on Instagram, but that integration piece is, very hard, <laughs> uh, yeah. but it, it has been a part of, of branding, you know, which is also where it kind of hurts of like, oh, okay, I guess it doesn't matter. All this work that I put in just doesn't, doesn't matter. Right. It does, that, but it, it that's feels. That's got to be,
1: that's got to be uh, just a difficult thing. Kind of watching, watching it all in its own, it, it, even if it is a natural death, it, it's, it's kind of hard to let, let, let things go. Hmm. Yeah. And you yeah. um, how, how do you, how do you feel about it overall though? Like as, as, as you, as you think about, okay, you're going to push send on, uh, you know, the final, the final thing. What is, what, what is your body feeling in that, in that moment?
0: I mean, it's just very overwhelming. I think I'm in a overwhelming place to begin with <laughs> of, Living in a new space, that's very overwhelming. Um, I think it's really hard. Um, I feel sad, especially seeing you and like doing it with you and talking about it with you. Um, That feels really sad. Um, I know after, You know, I'm sure there will be a sense of relief of work. Um, But I think it is also just feels sad that like a lot of the things I wanted to do with it too, I didn't get to see come to fruition, you know, like I wanted to do a podcast tour, put in so much Mm -hmm. time to put together, my God, the Excel sheets and the Google Docs of like proposing funding to people to try to get funding, to be able to do a tour, um, to actually be able to be in person with people, um, you know, to to try to get like brand sponsorships, to be able to do a tour, to be able to do that, like would have loved to have actually created more of a community with the listenership. Um, I attempted that a little bit with Patreon, but again, I was just adding too many things to my plate and like, I'm only one person and can only do so much. And so, um, you know, wanted to build up more of a team for the podcast to help. And again, with 2020 finances, I thought I'd be able to do that. And was really happy. Um, Maria who came on, The last Q&A that I did, um, you know, getting them to help with the podcast in 2020 was such a huge, such a huge help and definitely one of my favorite moments of, you know, doing the podcast because it felt like I'm not alone anymore doing it. Um, But yeah, overall, I mean, overall, it is just really sad because in a way it feels like I didn't get to finish what I wanted to do and what I wanted to start but at the same time it feels right that like I think I'm burnt out I think I've lost sight of like my passion and motivation for it and I think I also just am spread a bit thin I honestly don't know how I've managed to even still do the podcast through the renovation and everything like I really don't (laughs) I
1: because you've remained consistent
0: (laughs) I would literally be running. And of course, for summary over the summer, when all (laughs) that was happening was when guests were the most inconsistent. So I would literally be like being yelled at by a fucking contractor at the house about like Rob being the man and he's going to make the decision and me trying to be like, do not call me a little girl. Like I'm paying you. This is my house. Like and then literally having five minutes to drive to Rob's, to go into the basement, to shut the door, to get Nyan and Calais, to stop making noise, to like set up the mic and the recording. And then the guest to be like, oh, I totally forgot about what the recording said. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. I haven't eaten. I need to go back to the house. Okay. Oh, we no. have, I have a client later that I got to prepare for. Like, I don't know how the fuck. I, I don't know how.
1: That's a juggle. That's a juggle. You're 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 probably gonna ha- feel a little bit of a a relief in a in yeah. a month or two And you're like, wait a second, there's a, I got a little extra time here. But it's also like it's 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 valid to look at those places where it does feel unfinished. Yeah. And there's still like there's still some life uh, in in your ideas around it, and um, and that mm-hmm. that's that's where when I say like i'm I'm excited in a bit in in a way to see where you take that because they some of those ideas, even with a tour and, and ways that you've you've been able to connect with people they don't have to be directly mm-hmm. associated with this podcast they yeah. they they can they can go and they can they can they can live other ways that'll mm-hmm. be really cool
0: yeah because they'll yeah. find
1: they'll find their own opportunities.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Well, it just makes me feel sad because I also miss you, and it's so nice to do this with you. And I think, yeah, it just—I honestly, that ass—I straight up would not have started this if it wasn't like for your support and like in the beginning, like you did, like you did a lot to help me to do this, um, and. Yeah, just so grateful for our friendship, regardless of like how that looks today, you know. Always yeah. love you and want the best for you. And I mean, yeah, you just you definitely like showed up in my life in like a lot of really, really great ways. This podcast being one of them.
1: Well that and means so it means a to lot to it. hear that, Taylor. It really does. It means a lot.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, would you have any other thoughts on me ending this?
1: <laughs> I, no, I just, I, I just want to publicly then just wish you the best in, in just, in all the things that you're doing. And I, and I know that, yeah. um, I, I know that you're, ideas and your creativity and the things that you want to bring to life and the ways that you want to connect with people, um, they'll, they'll, they'll find their ways. They'll find their ways to, to come to life and to, um, then to serve their purpose. Yeah. So
0: I hope
1: so. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll be confident for you if you're not going to be. <laughs>
0: Yes. Thank you. Right. I need that. <laughs> okay. um, how's it felt for you today? Just talking about all of this A little trip down memory lane.
1: <laughs> I, can, can you say that one more time? I'm sorry.
0: So how's it felt for you just to talk about all this today and like take this little trip down memory lane?
1: Um, it, it feels good. It feels good. it feels like um, it it feels kind of fun just to get back into the groove of the conversation that you know started the whole thing mm-hmm. started the whole thing, so yeah okay, <sighs> my
0: goodness. I've never cried this much on an episode. <laughs> um,
1: what do we like say a prayer now or something?
0: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, we talked about religion too. Those are some great episodes. I remember I had Morgan on and she talked about her whole thing getting into religion. That was really that was really good. Um, yeah. Yeah. So diverse yeah my being biracial series that was one of my favorite like that was like an actual like project with the podcast that I really loved. That was really fun. Good. So many memories. But.
1: Well, it gave you a lot of opportunities to self-reflect for sure.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely, my goodness. but well, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to just, it's going to, the memory lane is just going to keep, keep happening all day and probably all week and probably until I share this. Um, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, what are, what are your closing thoughts? How How are you going to, how are you going to wrap this up?
0: My closing thoughts are that I'm going to close more after I say goodbye to you but my closing thoughts for you are just that I'm so grateful that I was able to start this with you. And that's good. Good. Yeah. It just, it quite literally would not have happened if it wasn't starting as the two of us. And
1: yeah,
0: I'm really, I feel very, very grateful and lucky and like blessed to be able to have like started a project like this.
1: Well, I'm with you. I'm glad you reached out. I'm glad you followed your intuition and, Mm -hmm. and, and reached out to have me here. It's, It's been really fun.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you.
1: Very grateful for you.
0: All right. Well, that does it for today's episode. Thank you so much to those who listen. Um, when starting all of this out, just getting one message meant that like it was all worth it. And, um, I'm just so appreciative of everyone who has listened of everyone who has, you know, supported the podcast. And I apologize that I've, lost sight in some ways of, you know, the meaning that maybe some of this has had for some of you. I hope that by stopping right now and being able to focus on some of these other parts of my life that I'm able to come back in the future and, you know, do something again that can have even greater impact on your mental health, on your sexual health, on your relationship with yourself, all of those things. Um, But yeah. Yeah. For now, for all the reasons that I listed, this will be my last episode. I really sincerely hope that from listening to this podcast, you have felt seen, that you've learned some things, that you've been challenged, that you've sat with discomfort, that you've laughed, maybe you've cried, uh, but ultimately that you've you know felt connected in some way. And I guess I'll leave it off with, if you do want to support uh, me or the work that has already been done on the podcast or just anything, um, I do still have my Patreon page up. And if you just search my name in there, it'll come up. I may potentially do something similar to a podcast, but host on there uh, where we can kind of engage a bit more and you can support financially as well. Um, if you want to send over any kind of financial support, there's also my PayPal, which is uh, talking with Taylor 21 at gmail.com. I no longer have Venmo, but uh, you can also cash app, which is at Taymoka. The O in Mocha is a zero. You can also find me on OnlyFans at onlyfans.com slash Taymoca, doing uh, semi-nude content there. And... Um, Doing some lives there as well. Um, also, have Amazon wish lists up. Um, and yeah, if I do any kind of ad on Instagram, if I'm able to monetize the page on there some more, I um, would love for you to engage with uh, the ads there. You know, I did an episode a few weeks back kind of talking about how to support um, on Instagram, but yeah, I hope really, truly hope that my work here and on Instagram, but mostly here, um, you know, has provided you with something that this work has meant something for you and yeah. So any support is appreciated and is welcomed. And, um, I hope, (laughs) I don't even know how to end it because it's so sad, but, um, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Let's Talk About It for almost four, I think about four years, um, December 2017 to December 2021. Wild. Thank you all so much. And I guess I'll see you sometime in the future, maybe somewhere else, maybe here. Uh, But thank you.